Hello and welcome to the Master of Demon Gorge podcast. Today we're talking about the seven military classics. I recently read a book by a retired Taiwanese Navy admiral discussing the present security situation in the Taiwan Strait. As I've said before, we try not to be political. On this podcast, so I won't really get into the specifics of his observations and policy recommendations. One thing the book did, though, was to bring back to mind many of the books on warfare that I've come across over the years. Among Western military thinkers cited by the admiral, I noticed a reference to. Frederick the Great of Prussia. He mentioned Alfred Thayer Mahan's deeply influential 1890 book, *The Influence of Sea Power Upon History* (1660 to 1783). He also talked about Antoine Henri Germany, the Swiss general and theorist of war, who served Napoleonic France. Than the army of the Russian Empire, and finally there were, of course, multiple references to "On War" von Krieger by Karl von Clausewitz, the most famous of Western military thinkers. Of course, there were also many references to Chinese thinkers and their treatises on war. Sunzi's "Art of War" chief among them, among. Other passages, the admiral discussed two of my favorite and the most famous passages from *The Art of War*. One was "Bai zhan bai sheng, fei shan zhi shan zhe ye; bu zhan er qu ren zhi bing, shan zhi shan zhe ye." To fight a hundred battles and win a hundred is not the best of all possible outcomes. To bend your adversary's will without fighting. Is the best of all possible outcomes. The other, 古今之以武，教之以计，而所其情，一曰道，二曰天，三曰地，四曰将，五曰法。There are five key factors in warfare that you need to study and understand. The first is 道 the second heaven, the third earth, the fourth generals, and the fifth is the law. Sun Tzu goes on to explain that by Dao, the most important factor, he meant the political unity of a nation, the extent to which, from the top leadership on down to the most average citizen, a nation can be said to be working together in common purpose. We see this insight exemplified today in the Russia-Ukraine war. The Ukrainians possess superior Dao. They are more unified, more committed to their cause. So even if they may be militarily inferior in other respects, they are often able to prevail. And in being reminded of all these classical writings on warfare, it also occurred to me that, hey, since it wasn't the only classical military thinker from ancient China who wrote down his thoughts, far from it. And yet. In the Western imagination, Sun Tzu's art of war 
often seems like the be-all and end-all of Chinese military thought. He's the only Chinese military thinker generally known in the West. Traditionally, though, or at least since the early Song Dynasty, some 1,000 years ago, the Chinese have classified Sun Tzu's treatise as only one of a seven, granted the first of the seven, must-read books for students of warfare. These are collectively known as Wu Jing Qi Shu, the seven military classics. What are the seven classics? The first, of course, is Sun Tzu. The second is The Art of War of Wu Zi, or Master Wu, written by the Warring States Era General Wu Qi. Since ancient times, Sun Tzu and Wu Zi have actually been considered equals, even if somehow only one of them became internationally famous. The third is Liu Dao, literally the six strategies. It is traditionally attributed to Jiang Ziya, the legendary military advisor to the founder of the Zhou dynasty back around 1000 BC. Jiang Ziya was often known by his honorific title, Tai Gong, so that the book is also called Jiang Tai Gong Liu Dao or Tai Gong Bing Fa, i.e. the six strategies of Jiang Tai Gong or the art of war of Tai Gong. In English, the book is translated as The Six Secret Teachings of Jiang Ziya. Although attributed to an author from some 3,000 years ago, the book is more likely composed several centuries later, during the Warring States era, and is written in the form of a Socratic dialogue of questions and answers between Jiang Ziya and his king, King Wu of the Zhou. Then there is the San Lü, or Three Strategies, also known as Huang Shigong San Lü, or the Three Strategies of Master Yellowstone. If you remember all the way back to the episode we did on the founding of the Han Dynasty, you may recall the character of Zhang Liang. The story, to remind you, goes that as a young man, Zhang Liang encountered a strange old man who tested his character before gifting him with a secret treatise on warfare. After studying it, Zhang Liang became one of the greatest generals of his age and helped the founding emperor of the Han Dynasty to final victory over his rivals. And before their parting, the old man told Zhang Liang that Years hence, he would be riding down the road when he would come upon a huge yellow rock. That yellow rock, the old man said, that will be my calling card. And that would be the sign for Zhang Liang to retire from public life. And so ever since, in Chinese tradition, this mysterious old man has been known as Master Yellowstone. But, as you can already guess from this story, Master Yellowstone is more of a figure of myth than history. So we're pretty certain that he didn't, in fact, write 
the three strategies of Master Yellowstone. We're pretty certain that this wasn't the secret treatise that Master Yellowstone allegedly gave Zhang Liang and altered the course of Chinese history. Rather, most likely an author from the Western Han Dynasty wrote it and used Master Yellowstone's famous name as his own nom de plume. Then there's the art of war of Master Sima, attributed to Sima Rangju, a general from the spring and autumn period. Interestingly, despite its antiquity, and even though the book was first attested several hundred years later, during the Han Dynasty, the general view among scholars today is that it really was Sima Rangju and or his followers who composed this book. Next we have Wei Liaozi. A great deal of controversy surrounds the composition of this text. Some say the author was a hermit who lived in the kingdom of Wei during the Warring States period in the 4th century BC. Some say the author rather lived in the time of the first emperor, Qin Shi Huang, in the late 3rd century BC. At a minimum, we know that the text was in wide circulation during the Han Dynasty, first because it was attested to in the Book of the Han, the history of the first half of that period, and because in 1972, archaeologists dug up fragments of a copy from a Han-era tomb. So it's generally assumed to be composed again during the Warring States period. So far you may be thinking, hmm, almost all of these books seem to come from the Spring and Autumn and Warring States periods. Well, not this next one, not the last of the seven military classics. The last entry in the series is Tang Taizong Li Wei Gong Wen Da, or Questions and Replies between Tang Taizong and Li Wei Gong. So it was written during the Tang Dynasty, 618 to 907 AD, allegedly by this Li Wei Gong. Wei Gong, Lord Wei, was of course the man's title. His real name, the name we generally know him by, was Li Qing. Li Jing was one of the leading military and political figures during the founding of the Tang Dynasty and its early years. We previously did an episode on Tang Dynasty short stories, one of which, Qiu Ran Ke Zhuan, or The Man with the Dragon Beard, featured a fictionalized Li Jing as its protagonist. An emperor Taizong of Tang was, of course, the second emperor of the Tang Dynasty and one of the greatest monarchs who ever ruled China. His state papers from the period of his reign remain required reading for Chinese students of the art of government. But was the book really written by Li Jing? Was it even written during the Tang Dynasty? Some have argued that it was really written during the subsequent Song Dynasty, under Li Jing's famous name. Scholars today think that the book might have been 
compiled or digested from notes of genuine conversations between Emperor Taizong and Li Jing by someone familiar with their military thinking. Anyway, so those are the seven military classics. Next time, you see another tired quotation from Sun Zi's. Just remember that there are lots more, just like him, where he came from. This has been MODG. Thank you for listening.